The investor going by the username, I know the codings, on Reddit posted a screenshot of what he says were substantial market gains between 2016 and 2020 on Wednesday. Now, the investor posting on the popular Reddit forum subreddit, Wall Street Bits, about trading claimed to have turned $100,000 into $2.2 million in just four years. I Know the Codings was happy to share a series of insights on his big market wins, including channeling a strategy used by the investing legend Warren Buffett, buy and hold. Now, the investor who works in web development encouraged other Redditors on his post to hold on to their winning stocks for easy retirement money. At first, he got wiped out after starting with $6,000 on the markets in 2008, but eventually put in more money and saw steady gains over 11 years. He said adding that buy and hold is a valid strategy. Markets... Insider has not independently verified the Redditor's claims about his market wins. And nearly every lesson you think you've learned will be the wrong lesson to apply at some point in the future, the user said in an interview with MarketWatch. Betting on advanced micro devices, AMD, he picked up 50,000 shares at about $11.50 two years ago. Today, he still holds 40,000 AMD shares. On his positions, his investment was up by more than a million dollars a couple of times, but dropped at the end of last year, making him sell some shares to buy a house. Hold your winners longer. This is harder with options, he told a fellow Redditor. When asked whether he was thinking of cashing out, he said, nah, gonna stay with it. Currently, he is most excited about his positions in Norwegian Cruise Line, NCLH, and said that while other cruise and travel stocks would be good, Norwegian is his favorite. His conviction picks at the moment are split between AMD and NCLH. They have 18 months of liquidity, he said of his Cruise Line stock. If cruises aren't back by then, there are a whole lot of other businesses that will be going under in the meantime. I'm planning to hold until at least 40, and think it could be a year to a year and a half. Now, how should normies invest, you know, the normal everyday person? Well, here's how to invest, and you'll be doing index funds. Index funds are a low-fee, no-fuss way to invest. Now, it might be the smartest and easiest investment you ever make. Everyone should invest in index mutual funds and for good reason. They're an easy, hands-off, diversified, low-cost way to invest in the stock market. When investors buy an index fund, they get a well-rounded selection of many stocks in one package without having to purchase each individually. And because these funds simply hold all the investments in a given index versus an actively managed fund that pays a professional to do the stock picking, Management fees tend to be low. The result, higher investment returns for individual investors. Lastly, index funds are easy to buy. So number one, decide where to buy. 
You can purchase an index fund directly from a mutual fund company or a brokerage. Same goes for exchange-traded funds, ETFs, which are like many mutual funds that trade like stocks throughout the day. When you're choosing where to buy an index fund, consider the fund selection. Do you want to purchase index funds from various fund families? The big mutual fund companies carry some of their competitors' funds, but the selection may be more limited than what's available in a discount broker's lineup. The convenience. Find a single provider who can accommodate all your needs. For example, if you're just going to invest in mutual funds or even a mix of funds and stocks, a mutual fund company may be able to serve as your investment hub. But if you require sophisticated stock research and screening tools, a discount broker that also sells the index funds you want may be better. The trading cost. If the commission or transaction fee isn't waived, consider how much a broker or fund company charges to buy or sell the index fund. Mutual fund commissions are higher than stock trading ones, about $20 or more, compared with less than $10 a trade for stocks and ETFs. Commission-free options, do they offer no transaction fee mutual funds or commission-free ETFs? This is an important criterion we use to rate discount brokers. The selections at Charles Schwab, E-Trade, Fidelity, and TD Ameritrade are worth checking out. Number two, pick an index. Index mutual funds track various indexes. The standard and poor's 500 index is one of the best known indexes because the 500 companies it tracks include large, well-known U.S.-based businesses representing a wide range of industries. But the S&P 500 isn't the only index in town. There are indexes and corresponding index funds composed of stocks or other assets that are chosen based on company size and capitalization, index funds that track small, medium-sized, or large companies, also known as small, mid, or large cap indexes, geography, These funds focus on stocks that trade on foreign exchanges or a combination of international exchanges. The business sector or industry, which are funds that focus on consumer goods, technology, health-related businesses, for example. Asset type, funds that track domestic and foreign bonds, commodities, cash, market opportunities, emerging markets or other nascent but growing sectors for investment. Despite the array of choices, you may need to invest in only one. Warren Buffett has said that the average investor need only invest in a broad stock market index to be properly diversified. Number three, check investment minimum and other costs. Low costs are one of the biggest selling points for index funds. They're cheap to run because they're automated to follow the shifts in value in an index. However, don't assume that all index mutual funds are cheap. Even though they're not actively managed by a team of well-paid analysts, they carry administrative costs. These costs are subtracted from each fund shareholders' returns as a percentage of their overall investment. Two funds may have the same investment goal, like tracking the S&P 500, yet have management costs that can vary wildly. Those fractions of a percentage point may seem like no big deal, but your long-term investment returns can take a massive hit from the smallest fee 
inflation. Typically, the bigger the fund, the lower the fees. The main cost to consider: investment minimum. The minimum required to invest in a mutual fund can run as high as a few thousand dollars. Once you've crossed that threshold, most funds allow investors to add money in smaller increments. The account minimum. This is different than the investment minimum. Although a brokerage's account minimum may be zero dollars, common for customers who open a traditional or Roth IRA, that doesn't remove the investment minimum for a particular index fund. The expense ratio. This is one of the main costs are subtracted from each fund shareholder's returns as a percentage of their overall investment. Find the expense ratio in the mutual funds prospectus, or when you call up a quote of a mutual fund on a financial site. For context, the average annual expense ratio was 0.09% for stock index funds, and 0.07% for bond index funds, versus 0.82% for Actively managed stock funds in 0.58% for actively managed bond funds, according to a 2016 report from the Investment Company Institute. Then you have the tax cost ratio. In addition to paying fees, owning owning the fund may trigger capital gains taxes if held outside tax advantaged accounts like a 401k or an IRA. Like the expense ratio, these taxes can take a bite out of Investment returns typically 0.3% returns when invested in an index fund, according to a 2014 study by Vanguard founder John Bogle. Fund tracker Morningstar calculates the tax cost ratio, which shows the percentage by which a fund's performance has been reduced by taxes. So here are the best index funds with low costs as of May 2020. By far, the most popular class of index funds are linked to the S&P 500. In 2018, nearly 30% of all investor cash in index funds tracked that benchmark index, according to the Investment Company Institute. Here are some of the best index funds pegged to the S&P 500. Vanguard 500 Index Fund Admiral Shares (VFIAX), also known as the Vanguard S&P 500 Index Fund. This fund was founded in 1976 and is the granddaddy of all index funds. Like the other S&P 500 funds on the list, this fund gives exposure to 500 of the largest U.S. companies, which make up about 75% of the U.S. stock market's total value. The minimum investment is $3,000, and the expense ratio is 0.04%. The Schwab S&P 500. Index Fund (SWPPX). As research firm Morningstar notes, this is one of the cheapest and most accessible S&P 500 tracking funds out there. Launched in 1997, this Schwab fund charges a scant 0.02% expense ratio and requires no minimum investment, making it attractive for investors concerned about costs. The minimum investment. Which is no minimum expense ratio is point zero two percent. Then you have the Fidelity Five Hundred Index Fund V FXAIX, which was founded in nineteen eighty eight, formerly known as Institutional Premium Class Fund. Fidelity removed this fund's investment minimum last year, so investors with any budget size can get into the low cost index fund action. 
you have the minimum investment, which is no minimum, and the expense ratio is 0.015%. Then you have the Fidelity Zero Large Cap Index, which is the FNILX. In the race with the lowest of the low-cost index funds, this Fidelity fund made news last summer by being among the first to charge no annual expenses, meaning investors can keep all their cash invested for the long run. The minimum investment is no minimum, and the expense ratio is 0%. The T. Rowe Price Equity Index 500 Fund, PREIX, founded in 1990, the fund's expense ratio is competitive with other providers, but the 2500 minimum may be steep for beginning investors. The minimum investment is $2,500, and the expense ratio is 0.2%. Feel free to watch more by clicking the video down below or check out another place. Now, if you want a free stock worth potentially up to $500, go down below and join Robinhood. And if you want to learn the four steps to make money online, go down below and join that training. See you in future episodes. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to leave a review and DM us on Instagram at 40 Box as to what you would like to learn more about when it comes to money and personal finance and making money. Now, if you want to learn the simple steps to make money online using just a phone or a computer in a PowerPoint presentation, join the free training below. You could join Robinhood and get a free stock worth up to $500 below and make sure to check out 40inbox.com to be a master of your money and there are useful tools on there to help grow your money on there as well like automated investing apps and just free resources that could really help you out and thanks for listening and see you on the next episode and this has been the 40inbox podcast